Hi guys, and welcome to episode 6 of the Sin It to Win It podcast, the podcast in which I answer your questions using the data that I've gathered for the coming game week in Fantasy Chapman. As I do at the start of every podcast, and I'm sure the regular listeners are getting bored of me saying it, I'm just going to put a disclaimer out there. Um, Sims do vary, um, you know, in this game there is a lot of variety, a lot of different outcomes, and our sim is just one of many different outcomes. So what I say on this pod is a good guide for what could possibly happen, but it isn't the be-all and end-all. At the end of the day, your decisions are your decisions. So make what you think is right and just use the data as a guide to help you make those decisions. And hopefully um, you can score as many points as possible. Uh, but enough about that and we'll get straight into the questions. First question, we'll start in the same place we always do. The question from Benno and he asks about Henri away at Aston Villa and whether he is the standout that he possibly could be. Now there's been a lot going on in the Discord about home and away fixtures. Craig did a brilliant pod last week talking about it and so, um, somebody mentioned it may have been Benno about how well Henri does perform away proportional to home games. Away to Villa is no exception. In my 30 sims he played 28, he scored 19 goals and got 7 assists which is pretty strong. Um, Henri is a very, very good away player. This is quite a nice fixture for Arsenal. Although they don't score a huge amount of goals, they shoot a fairly decent amount of times and Henri does turn up really well in this fixture. So I do think that Henri is a standout this week. However, there's a lot of great players this week and there's no one who is really exceptional this week. So I think, although Henri is a great option and I think his ownership isn't so massive that he's, he's not worth captaining but at the same time there are other options i do think he'll be one of the higher captain players this week but i do think if you're captaining him you're probably pretty safe and i think he'll do pretty well this week question two is it's a sort of combination of a few questions a lot of people asked about carbone and zenden this week uh, chelsea wingers away at millwall how they do so in my sim zenden started 26 games got four goals and seven assists. And Carboni started 25 games, got seven goals and 11 assists. So obviously Carboni really does stand out in this fixture. Now he is on set pieces, which obviously helps. And there was a few set pieces in there, but generally he seemed to perform pretty well this week. And so did Zenden. I think they're both really good options. A lot of people might be moving off someone like Varon for them. And I think that they are one of the better options this week. It's not a week full of amazing fixtures, but I do think Millwall away will be pretty good for Chelsea. Um, yeah, so to answer people's questions, uh, are the Chelsea wingers worth it this week? I definitely think Carboni is. I think Zenden's fine. Chelsea's fixtures are pretty decent over the next few anyway. Uh, so, And also they're not highly owned, so I do think they're really good options. Uh, another question about them was from Craig. He asked about key passes. Average key passes per game. Zenden in my sims was on 1.33 average key passes per game, but Carboni was upon 2.27. Now, I'm not 100% sure how key passes work, whether set pieces count as key passes or not. Um, if they do, obviously, that could inflate the figure. If they don't, well, Carboni looks even better. Yeah, he looks really good this week. Key passes and assists have a direct correlation in sims. I've seen it, and other simmers have mentioned it before. So I think Carboni is... The better option this week um, but I think Zenden's a great differential and if you need to save the 0.5 it's not the worst way to do it. Uh, next question comes from Blakey who asks about 
Veron and Rude, I combine the names there, against Leeds away. Now, this is a tricky fixture. I think a lot of people are going to look at this fixture as an opportunity to jump off of Rude and Veron. However, I'm not necessarily saying that that is the case. Veron, in this, in my Sims, he scored, he started 27 games, scored four goals, two of which were penalties, and got five assists. It's not incredible. It's a return in every three. It's pretty standard Varane. He does pop up, you know, having penalties. He does come up with assists. This isn't a high scoring game generally. Neither team scores a huge amount. Um, Rude, on the other hand, he started 28, got 11 goals and three assists, a return every two games. Pretty standard Rude. It's the kind of thing he does in away games. He's pretty, you know, the home and away distribution that we've seen it puts him about 50 50 so he's even in games like this he's reliable enough and i don't ever think selling rude is essential or needed but there are other options this week Henri, phillips jansen all have good fixtures now and coming up and man united have the blank next week so if there's any time to jump off Manchester United assets, at least short term until the doubles, I think now possibly is the time. So to answer his question, I think they look fine. If you hold Rude especially, you're probably going to be okay. But I I do think it's an opportunity to jump off, but do it with caution. We know what the Man United assets can do. Next question comes from Janda, who asks about the captain options this week. The three main captain options, which are Phillips against Bolton at home, Janssen against Newcastle at home and Henri away at Villa. So in my data, as we know, Henri starts 28, 19 goals, 7 assists. Phillips, he started 24 with 16 goals and 3 assists. And Janssen started 20, got 10 goals and 1 assist. Janssen had 6 injuries in my sim, so take that 20 number with a pinch of salt because he's very likely to play, um, I think, in this game. There's a small chance of rotation but I would say that Janssen is pretty safe so that start number is just uh, unfortunate um so yeah for Phillips 24 games 16 goals three assists I think Phillips looks really good I'm going to get on to him a bit more later a lot of people are a bit cautious because this Bolton at home yes it's an easy game but some people are saying that Phillips doesn't perform as well in easy games I'm not 100% sure that's the case I think Phillips is fine I think he's a good buy this week Sunderland's only caveat is that they aren't shooting a huge amount in um, in this fixture. They're averaging about eight shots a game, which is not a huge amount considering they're home to a weaker team. Janssen looks fine. Uh, you know, 10 goals, one assist in 20 starts. But yeah, Janssen's solid. I said it two weeks ago. I think I spoke about his next three fixtures, so this would be the last of those three. He looks solid. He looks consistent and People who bought him a couple of weeks ago have been rewarded. Blackburn's fixtures continue to be good for the next sort of four or five weeks, I think. I think Janssen's a great pickup and he's a pretty good differential because he's not that highly owned. So I do think that there are opportunities there when owning Janssen. And I think all three are perfectly good captain options. I'd say Henri and Phillips stand out for me. Henri is a great option. I think he will be captain quite a bit. I think Phillips is a good differential. And he's really reliable. I think they're both reliable assets. So I'd say they're probably the top two captain options this week for me. So either or. Next question comes from Eno, who asks about how does Wise look versus Charlton at home? Now, Charlton at home is obviously the, the target fixture. We know that. And, and Wise is a solid asset that, you know, it's quite a good differential because not a lot of people own him. Um, in my sins, he started 23. He had a few injuries in that. He 
got five goals and got five assists. He looked okay. Um, in those five goals, he got one brace, um, which is surprising. But uh, yeah, he was he ticked along. Um, for his price, he's pretty good value. I personally would be looking at De Boer if you are bringing in a midfielder around that price. But I do think Wise is perfectly fine. He's a differential. I think he's worse than is it in this fixture if you are looking for a Leicester midfielder. But if you own him, you're playing him, of course. Would I bring him in? Only if I was looking to... We, you know, we're coming to the last sort of nine or ten game... Not how many game weeks? Nine game weeks of the season. I think this is a good opportunity to go for differentials. And Wise is a perfectly valid one this week. So if you do just want to take a swing at it, try and climb the ranks. I think Wise is perfectly fine. Next question comes from FBL Richie. He talks about Marinelli as a genuine option. Now, Marinelli's... Uh, remaining fixtures, I'm just going to rattle these off quickly, are Man City away, Liverpool at home, Chelsea away, Ipswich at home, Tottenham away, Bolton at home, Watford at home, Man United away. They're pretty solid fixtures. I think Middlesbrough are a good team to target. You know, Southgate, Boxic, Rickard, they're all, and Zepter, they're all brilliant assets to go for. But I think Marinelli is a pretty solid asset. You know, he looks like he's probably playing every week. The fixtures look good. Over the next three, um, I found a sample of 15 games, uh, 15 games, in yeah, of 15 starts per game, sorry. So 45 games over the next three, Man City away, Liverpool at home, Chelsea away. So 45 games, seven goals, 10 assists. I had to use a, sm- a sample of just 15 because he doesn't always start in Sims. But yeah, like I said, seven goals, 10 assists in those 45, really, really solid. He's sort of a kind of player... You know, he's like Arca, like is it? He just pops up. He's not reliable all the time. And, you know, this next three, he could get no returns or he could get three returns. But I do think he's someone who takes over. And I think he's a really good asset to jump on, especially if you're um, looking for a mid- Middlesbrough midfielder who is a bit of a differential. He also mentioned as to whether he was worth it compared to Zepter. Uh, I still think Zepter's super reliable. I don't think he's falling off. I think he's always brilliant in Sims. And this is an, um, an example of a run of fixtures where I think Zepter will be really solid. But obviously, he's highly owned. So maybe Marinelli is the way to go. Next question comes from Pete, who asks about, do we dump Ipswich players? Now, this is a difficult question because... Ipswich players are the ones that people are owning are Doherty, Brannigan and Redknapp. I see as the sort of main three people own. Some people alone, Tariko, maybe a couple alone, Herman Horidison. For me, I think Brannigan still remains a hold. You know, he's the only pretty much the only four million keeper who's nailed to play every week. I'm you know, I would recommend to keep him, even though the fixtures over the next four, which are Liverpool away, Chelsea away, United at home, Middlesbrough away, you're probably not going to play him for any of those. Maybe Man United at home. Even though that's the case, I still think he's a hold at four million. Doherty, I see, is the same. I've seen a few people say they might sell him. I think he's too good to sell. The fixtures after those four are we have Bolt, they're Bolton at home, Newcastle away, Charlton at home. You're going to want Doherty for those games. Because if he plays up front, he's a great differential at first. Differential? Not really a differential, sorry. He's a great person to come on at first sub. Um, So, yeah, I'd just stick him at first sub. If he plays up front, scores a goal, brilliant. If he doesn't, he doesn't. I think if people do jump off him, he will start to become even more valuable in a way. One of his caveats is that he's fairly highly owned. So, for me, I think Doherty and Brannigan are holds. 
On the other hand, likes of Tariqa, Haradis and Redknapp, they could be cells. You know, Marinelli is an option to switch Redknapp out for. You know, Tariqa and Haridison, and you could go cheaper. Someone like Southgate is a little cheaper than Haridison. I think he looks better. But I would say the other two for me are holds. If you're on a wild card, I think Brannigan and Doherty are still fine options. You may want to be cautious with Doherty, but I still think Brannigan is good enough value. It's a really difficult question, this, because it is so team dependent. But I would say, in a conclusion, Brannigan and Doherty don't rush to sell. The others, it may be a good time to sell because if you get a couple of games down the line and you haven't sold them, you may as well not because the games do pick up after the next four. Next question comes from Andreza, who asks about, is it Selakovic and Arka? So is it's got Charlton at home, Selakovic has got Watford at home, sorry, and Arka's got Bolton at home. I was just reading off my notes and not got great writing. Uh, is it started 23 games, six goals, three assists? He looked worse than wise in this game, which is strange. Um, Again, he was injured in a few games, so he only started 23. He got one less return than Wise, but more goals. I think it is still more reliable. I would take that data with a pinch of salt. He's worth, his value is more, you know, he's 7 million for a reason. I still prefer, is it, to Wise in this fixture? Zalakovic, he started 27, scored 11, got four assists. He looks really nice in this fixture. Zalakovic, plays up front mostly under McLeish. And although Tottenham are not majorly attacking under McLeish, he still does come up with goals. Obviously, he's on penalties. The only danger is with the leak that Wood is up front as a lone striker, there's a possibility of rotation. However, I suspect Salakovic will just be playing in behind as a sort of, you know, he'll just be playing on the left-hand side, but deeper. So that's still solid. I think that's still a good position. He'll probably have an up arrow. I think Salakovic is a great, Veron replacement this week and if you're looking for someone a little different I think Slakovic could be the way to go Arka starts 27 four goals nine assists pretty solid it's standard Arka in this kind of games he popped up with assists he just sort of comes out with them um, with returns all the time um, we know how reliable he can be if you own Arka you're playing him he could even be a good buy Seven million, he's going to tick over no matter what the games. He's always one of those players I like because you can rely on him regardless of the game. He doesn't really swing too much on diff- on the difficulty of their run. He's the kind of guy who just ticks over on a season. He'll pick up assists and goals. So I do quite like Arka. But for me, out of those three, if it was a choice, I'd go Salakovic. He's a bit more of a differential and I think the upside is far, far greater for Salakovic than the other two. And um, also, what uh, what for Tottenham have a pretty decent run of fixtures. Next question comes from Andreza, who asks about the three teams with the most shots. He asks this question every week, and I actually really like that he asks this question because it's a good way of seeing maybe where there's teams that you could look at targeting some of their differentials. Because if they're shooting more, naturally, you know the players are more likely to score. And um, so the teams that are shooting the most, Liverpool. With 11.27 shots, Blackburn 10.63, and then Leicester, Arsenal, and Chelsea were all 9.5 shots plus. They were all too close to call. It was pretty low. It's a pretty low shooting week generally, um, lower than you'd expect. Only two in consistent double digits. From that, I would say that Liverpool assets are could be interesting differentials. Like Fowler and Heskey could be good. 
not a lot of people will own them. The fixture is nice this week and nice next week. So I think that, that that could be a way to go. Again, Blackburn, we know lots of people own De Boer. I think he's a great pickup. Janssen, as I mentioned. And then, you know, Leicester, Arsenal, Chelsea, it's the teams we expected to do well. So no real surprises. Blackburn probably doing better than some may expect. So I do really like Blackburn assets this week. But uh, generally, it's the teams we expect to shoot who are shooting. Next question comes from Mac, who asks about Leeds versus Manchester United at home, Baduka specifically. So Leeds were averaging 8.13 shots in this game. Fairly steady. Um, them and Man United were pretty even for shots. Um, Leeds are always okay at home. They're not quite the team they were last season at home, scoring loads of goals, but um, they're still fairly steady. Baduka, uh, he started 28, got 10 goals, 3 assists. It was okay. Baduka and a lot of these premium strikers are people that will people are players that will just pop up and regardless of the fixture you rarely see terrible returns Viduka at home is a really good player and if you own him he could well score i wouldn't buy him personally not for this week but if you own him i'm not saying he's a must sell but you know we've heard already Henri phillips are probably better assets if you don't own them and you have a transfer i think it may be the way to go next question comes from mac again who asks about next week, game week 31, Henri, Blackburn at home, Phillips, Newcastle away, and Viduka, Everton away. What are the numbers looking like for those guys? Henri starts 26, scored 13 goals and got eight assists. He looks pretty solid. I think Henri is a great pickup this week. I think he's one of the stronger captain options this week, one of the stronger captain options next week. It's, you know, Henri scores goals, he gets assists. He's a brilliant, brilliant asset. And I think... That for me, he is. A, if you're wild carding this week, which we'll get on to later, he's someone I would definitely look at having. Phillips, he started 29, scored 15 goals, got three assists. Again, steady. Uh, Newcastle away's a nice enough fixture. Quite a lot of assets do well in that fixture, so um, I, I think Phillips is is perfectly, perfectly solid. And then Viduka. 27 starts, 10 goals, 2 assists, very similar to this week. It's Everton away. It's not a horribly difficult fixture, even though it's an away match, but it's not one that I would be targeting massively. Um, but yeah, again, all three of them look solid. Phillips and Henri stand out. Um, yeah, I'd be picking up Henri and Phillips this week. Personally, I think they both look pretty solid, even though people are saying on Discord that Phillips isn't great in these sort of easier games. I don't think that's naturally the case. I think that Phillips is solid whenever Phillips plays. He's a brilliant, brilliant asset. Next question is about Phillips. Now, this is a question from FPL Richie. He um, asked about Phillips versus lesser sides and how does he look? Now, I considered how to approach this question in several ways. Now, I could have just looked at all my Sims looked at how Phillips had done against lesser sides and just told you the numbers. I don't think for me that was the way I wanted to represent this because that's it doesn't give you a, a good feel for what you what the data actually shows. It just gives you an average which you can go off of. So instead I did some sampling. So I looked at all the games where Phillips played what I would consider an easy game. So that would be against all the Rep 12 teams home and away. So Man City, Leicester, Watford, Derby, Charlton home and away and Millwall home and away. 
and also all the home games against the Rep 13 team. So Everton, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Bolton, Blackburn, Spurs and Middlesbrough at home. So those are the fixtures I considered. I collected all those, all the data for Phillips, just goals and assists, whacked it into a spreadsheet and then I picked out 15 game samples to represent uh, well, not rep- to represent the point I was making and to try and give a bit of fairness to the sampling, but also to try not to let one big data dump give you one idea that might not be the case and to let you guys see what kind of things you could possibly expect for Phillips when he's playing in these easier games. So in sample one, obviously 15 games, he's got 10 goals, got one assist. Sample two, 15 games, obviously, 14 goals, four assists. Sample three, six goals, three assists. Sample four, 13 goals, five assists. And sample five, 11 goals and no assists. So on average, it was 15 games, 10.8 goals, 2.6 assists. Now, what I wanted those samples to represent was that Phillips looks fine against these teams. I think it's a bit of a myth that he's weak against weaker teams. I think in our sim... That might just be the case based on variance or based on just a bit of luck. But um, what I have seen is obviously there is a range there. You know, most goals he scored was 14, least was six. Most assists he got was five, least was zero. So there is a bit of range there. So naturally, this game has its inconsistencies. Even when you're random sampling, you're going to find chunks of games where he doesn't score as many as you'd expect. But you'll also find chunks of games where he's brilliant and he's the correct captain option. So when you're considering a player in any case, I wouldn't fall into the trap of thinking that they don't do so well against weak teams. I think players playing weaker teams, you know, if a team is at home for weaker side, they'll attack, they'll shoot more, they'll score more. It's as simple as that. And I think Phillips is a case of that. I do think that one thing I do find about Phillips is that he isn't always a player that is predictable because he's he's really good asset, so you could you could argue the case if you buy him now and hold him to the end of the season, his returns may not all come in the easy games, may come in the hard games. Phillips can score in any game, but I don't think you should be avoiding Phillips in easy games because as this sample shows, he can do it in those easy games. So, like I said, err on the side of caution naturally because you know things can always happen. But I wouldn't avoid Phillips. I I personally would say he's a brilliant pickup this week. I think he looks really good for the entire run into the end of the season, more or less. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that uh, approach has helped represent. And if you guys like this kind of approach, then I'll keep doing it. If you don't, I'll leave it. But I do like sampling because it does it gives you a bit more of a fairer representation in small chunks rather than one big data dump where I just tell you a bunch of numbers and you guys make your own interpretations. This gives you a better idea of how this game can vary. And like I said at the start of every episode, you know, every sim is different. Enough waffling about that. My final question is about wildcards. So I had a couple of people ask me about my approach on a wildcard if I was to wildcard this week. Now, this is a tricky question because there was his opinion on this. So everything I'm saying here is based on my observations in Sims um, and obviously my observations of the fixtures, but I'm trying to avoid as much opinion as possible. So the teams I would be looking at, uh, Bolton. Um, Bolton have quite a lot of decent home games still to come uh, and a few 
you know, not too bad away games. So likes of UC, Gardner, Wally, Wallace, Pedersen, I think uh, that's actually going to be looking at. I think they're all pretty good. Um, Shimika, I think that's how you pronounce it. Craig gave me a bit of a butchering over my pronunciation last time. 4.5 million, I think he could be a great pickup if you don't want Doherty, like we mentioned earlier. I think he's a solid pickup if he's nailed on. Um, he's nailed on a defence that does fairly all right and does pick up bonus. Next team I'd be looking at would be Chelsea, Desai, Terry, and then Carboni and Zenden, who I mentioned earlier. I think are all great assets. Johnson, Forsell, they're good differentials. Sunderland are another team that look good in Sims until the end of the season. Phillips, Arca, Tome, Sullivan, and then obviously the other defenders like Larson and Issa are all solid. Blackburn are a team I mentioned earlier that I think look really good until the end of the season. So Ronald Boer, Janssen, Wetherill. I know Westerveld is suspended this week, but those are the kind of ones I'd be looking at. As I mentioned about Ipswich, I still think that Brannigan is solid at 4.0 if he's playing. Doherty still provides great value. Liverpool are a team I'd be looking at as well. They look really good to the end of the season. The only problem is there's a chance of rep this week from the league. So I'd just be cautious, but I like Fowler. I like Heskey, Hippier, Honcho, Risa. They're all perfectly fine assets to have a wild card. So I'm rattling through this quite quickly, but um, not everyone's on wild cards and not everyone's going to want to want to listen to me ramble on too much. Um, I don't think that no Manchester United is bad. Uh, I think Chadwick still provides good value. Nedved shouldn't, or, uh, Nedved shouldn't, uh, shouldn't affect his game time. So five million, he's a great value. Other names I've got down, Petkov, Watford's fixtures are brilliant. He's the only Watford asset. Obviously, Galley's fine. 4.0. And then I just sort of noted down about oh, Henri as well. I think it's six out of eight of their games left are pretty good. I think Henri is nearly must have on wildcard personally. And then I've just sort of noted down, just take punts. That'd be my wildcard tip because I'm, we're coming towards the end of the season. Listen to Craig's most recent pod where people, we got sort of a collective of a panel and everyone spoke about their goals. And we did mention, they did mention taking punts. I do think that there is opportunity here. Ziga out of position, Salakovic, Wanchop, Heskey, I think are all decent punts that I've seen pretty good data from until the end of the season. Like as I only looked at most of this briefly because obviously there's a lot of games to look at. But yeah, all those sort of notes, I know I've sort of rambled through it and it's not really that cohesive, but those are the kind of things I've observed. I'm trying to keep as much of my opinion out of it. I don't have my wildcard left. But um, from my observations, those are the kind of things I've seen. And um, yeah, hopefully just use that information and, and make your own decisions. But I think this week is a great week to wildcard. I think we're coming to the run-in. It's a good opportunity to pick up some differentials, climb the rank and have some fun with this game. Now FBL's over, people are going to be focusing until the Euros. So um, yeah, that's how I'd approach wildcard. And that's everything from me, folks. Thank you for listening as ever. If you enjoyed some of the uh, slightly different approach I had to the Phillips question and obviously the wildcard question was a bit of a rambling, but it was a slightly more casual approach rather than throwing numbers at you. If you like that kind of thing, feedback is always really appreciated. Feedback's been amazing as ever. And I'll approach more questions in that sort of manner. Um, so, yeah, uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, best of luck with the game week. And I'll see you again next week where you can ask questions. So head over to the pod questions chat on Discord. 
uh, drop your questions. I'll open them back up again on Friday as usual. And hopefully uh, we'll have loads of great questions for next week. Uh, so best of luck, everyone. Bye.